Discover big money in the 805 with your host, Michael Anderson. Michael always works in his client's best interest when it comes to their financial life and future. To reach Michael, go to Maranatha.com. And now, here's your host for big money, Michael Anderson. Welcome to Big Money in the 805. I'm your host, Michael Anderson. We've got a great program for you today. Here's what's coming up. What are the six most poignant action items for your financial life? Where is the secret destination here in Ventura County that is a must-see for travelers between Los Angeles and San Francisco? And finally, what is the solution to water issues here in Ventura County? All that and more coming up quickly in the next 30 minutes. Big Money in the 805 with Michael Anderson, brought to you by Maranatha.com the way financial planning should be, a fiduciary always looking out for your best interest. Visit us at Maranatha.com. Also brought to you by AllocationLink.com, investment management that is low cost, smart, and accessible by all. AllocationLink.com. Well, I'm your host, Michael Anderson. It's my first show here. I'm born and raised in Southern California. I live in Ventura, California, I'm a fee-only financial planner. What that means, I do not receive a commission for anything that I do. I'm a fiduciary. I'm always working in the client's best interest, removing conflict of interest when I'm helping people with their financial situation. So the two roles I have in financial planning, it's doing investment advisory for people. It's also helping them kind of set a plan for their financial life. I got into this business 10 years ago to help people And what I noticed is that for far too long, the financial services industry has served only the wealthy folks. And who is out there trying to help the lower 30% of income earners, the lower 30% of net worth? I don't think there's anyone really serving these people. The interesting part is these are the ones that need the help the most. So the financial services industry has really ignored them because there's not a business model to work with this lower third. I'm trying to change that. I've created a model. I'm part of this group, the XY Planning Network, and we're trying to change it. So, for example, I I still serve the middle class and the high net worth clients, but it's not my only focus. I have clients, some of them have upwards of millions of dollars of net worth, and I have some that have no money, and they're actually working on getting out of debt, or some are even working on getting a job. So regardless of the net worth or the income, the point is that Everyone should have access to someone that wants to help work with you to better your situation. And that's really the point of this show. That's why I'm creating this show. It just makes sense that there should be someone out there to help folks that want to get help on their financial situation. This is the way financial planning should be. The point is I'm trying to build awareness, trying to add value, and there's a few companies I've created to serve this purpose. The first one that I want to talk about is Marinantha.com. This is a fee-only financial planning and investment advisory firm. The point that I want to make with this is, have you ever had this thought? Have you ever thought to yourself, I want to get some help with my situation. I want some advice, but I just want someone to give it to me straight. I'll pay them an upfront fee or a flat cost. Just don't try and sell me something that I don't understand and maybe pays you a high commission. Just give me some straight advice and I'll pay you for it. That's what Maranatha.com is all about. If that sparks your interest at all, you can go to the website and check it out and learn more. That's what this show is going to be all about. The other company I created is AllocationLink.com. 
Now, this is a smart, low-cost way to invest money. I've partnered with TD Ameritrade, also with Invesco, to build this website. We use fantastic ETFs and to find the appropriate allocation for you. It's all on an online platform. It's very easy to use. So check out allocationlink.com. See what's going on with that. We'll talk more about that at periods throughout the show. So I hope the show is a value add for you. Hopefully I'll earn your trust over time working with you together. Really looking forward to a very good relationship with this show. This is our first episode. Hopefully there will be many more to come. Thanks for joining us. Next, we're going to go through a few exercises. We have the two-minute drill. We have the nonprofit of the month. And we also have mailbag to go through a few questions. Best way to get in touch with me is marinantha.com. You can go there, book an appointment, or leave a note and start a dialogue there. Get ready to take some notes. It's time for the two-minute drill with Michael Anderson on Big Money in the 805. Welcome back. Michael Anderson, your host, Big Money in the 805. Check us out at maranatha.com. We're moving into the two-minute drill. Grab a piece of paper and a pencil. It's time for today's two-minute drill. Brought to you by Geico Local Office, car and homeowner's insurance for the 805. You could save up to 15%. Call 805 485 7847, Geico Local Office, 805-485-7847. So today we're going over the six key areas of concern. I'd like to do an exercise with you. This is something I do with all of my clients on a deeper level. Today we're just taking a snippet and we're going to go through it together. So grab a piece of paper, grab a writing utensil, pencil, a pen, and we're going to go through this. The six key areas of concern, this falls into play for everybody. I don't care if you have millions of dollars or if you have debt upon debt and not a nickel to your name. These are things that really matter to everybody, and we're going to talk about them briefly. So with your piece of paper, we're going to do a self-assessment. So first thing we're going to write down is the words cash management. And what I want you to think about on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being low, 10 being very high, very good, how are you doing with your cash management? These are things like tracking your income, tracking your expenses. How much money have you saved in an emergency account? Do you know where the trend is, where it's going? So cash management on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate yourself currently? 1 being very poor, 10 being very high, very good. We're going to go through six of these. First one is that cash management. The next one is risk management. This deals mainly with insurance. So where are you with risk management on a scale of 1 to 10? Life insurance, long-term care insurance, car, homeowners, renters insurance. Would you say that you're falling between a a 1, 2, or 3, or you upwards of the 7, 8, 9? What's your number in terms of risk management. Third, we're going into investment management. This is how do you track your investments? What benchmark do you use to see how you're performing? Do you own a home? Do you want to own a home? How's your credit? How is the things that you're putting away for the short, medium, and long term, how are they performing? I want you to rate yourself here on a score of one to 10. Where do you fall? So we'll go into this deeper when we get through. We're halfway through. There's three more. This is the exercise we're doing. Next one is tax planning. Tax planning, one of those things, there are tax consequences to financial issues. And when you're selling something, there may be a taxable consequence. doesn't happen that this is a big issue for us every year, but sometimes these are huge deals where it's not about 
making money all the time. Sometimes it's about saving money and being smart with how you utilize your taxes. How aware are you of your tax situation? And that's the next one. So on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate yourself with tax planning? Moving right along, two more. We have retirement planning. Do you know when you want to retire? Do you know what that's going to look like? Do you have enough? What forecasted rate of return are you projecting? How is inflation going to matter? How much are you taking out when you do retire? On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you say that you're doing with your retirement planning right now? And finally, the sixth key area of concern we're going to touch on today is estate planning. Do you have a trust? Do you have power of attorney for financial matters, advanced health care directive, a will? And that is something that uh, is important. If you do have it in place, that's good. You're probably on the higher level. If you don't, then you, you might be a one or a two, and you really should look at that. So on a scale of one to 10, what is your number there? Okay, so we've went through, and we have now six items. You've assessed yourself on each of these six items on a scale of one to 10. I'm going to ask you two more questions, and this is your actionable item. This is what you're getting value from the show today. When you look at all six of those and the number that you wrote, I want you to ask this question on each one of them. Why am I not a 10? When you ask that question, you're identifying awareness on where there's a problem. Why is it not a 10? And you want to write down the reasons why a cash management might not be a 10 for you. Maybe you don't have any emergency savings in place. Maybe you're not tracking your income and you're noticing your expenses are more each month than your income and you're running debt. You want to be aware of where the problem areas are. And with your self-assessment, you will have given yourself an appropriate score. This is only between you and yourself. So you can't trick yourself here. But why not attend? That's the first question. Second question and the final question that I'll mention with this, sometimes we go deeper, but for today's show, we're going to stop with this question. And it's, what do I need to do to become a 10? So now we're creating solutions. Now we're saying, what do I, we're creating a plan in place to identify where we can go to start fixing uh, some of these six key areas of concern. The next step, and we're not going to do it today, but you'd prioritize those items. You'd decide where you're going to go first and uh, and move from there. So that is today's two-minute drill. I realize it was a lot more than two minutes, but it's good. This is valuable stuff that I definitely wanted to hit on. So bringing it home, I want to ask you, what do you do with these financial issues you have? We all have financial issues. What do you do with them? How do you handle them? When you sweep them under the rug, it doesn't go away. It's just out of sight, but it's still, it's not gone. If you have financial items that come to mind with this that you want to work on, that you want some guidance and support working on that with, I want you to go to my website, marinantha.com, and take a look on the website. It's free to start an engagement, to leave me a note and email dialogue, or even to book that first meeting. It's free to do that, free consultation. I'd love to talk with you more. Uh, so marinantha.com, if any of these items were something where you want to have some guidance and support with, you can get that. That's what I'm here for. And that's what Maranatha.com is all about. So I hope you got some value from this exercise today. It was our first two-minute drill. Thanks for participating with us. Coming up next, we have the Nonprofit Spotlight. Check us out at Maranatha.com. 
Now it's time for the Nonprofit Spotlight with your host, Michael Anderson, on Big Money in the 805. Welcome back. Michael Anderson from Maranatha.com. And we're going into the Nonprofit Spotlight. Here is a local group we want you to know about. It's the Nonprofit Spotlight brought to you by Ventura County Partners Foundation. Give the gift of play. Visit VenturaFoundation.org. When guests come from out of town to see you here in Southern California, where do you take them? What are the top three spots in Ventura and Santa Barbara County? Is it the beach? Is it a park? A favorite restaurant? I'd love to hear your responses on this. Uh, Michael at Maranatha.com. You can email me. Uh, But today I want to highlight a special spot. This is where I take my out-of-town guests when they're visiting here in the 805. It's a little place in the city of Ventura, tucked up on the hill behind downtown. I love to take them up to the Ventura Botanical Gardens. The views are majestic. The wonder and amazement of how beautiful it is. It's always impressive up there. If you haven't checked it out, um, definitely you want to go see it for yourself. Just park right behind the city hall, hike up to the top, or you can drive up through Grant Park and start there in the middle and kind of see what's going on. But this is a nonprofit started in 2005 by a few residents. And now the goal is what they're creating is a world-class botanical garden here in Ventura. It's making Ventura truly a destination between Los Angeles and San Francisco for people to stop and get a feel of what Southern California is all about and the true beauty of this place. Ventura Botanical Gardens, today's nonprofit spotlight. Keep up the good work. Coming up next is the mailbag. Thank you for joining us. You're tuned in to Big Money in the 805 with Michael Anderson. Now it's time for Michael to go to the mailbag and answer some questions from listeners. Mailbag, we answer your questions about money, Wall Street, and local issues. Mailbag brought to you by Spanish Hills Country Club. Taste the elegance, golf, athletic, and social memberships. Visit SpanishHillsCC.com or call Cindy, 805-388-5000. Dwayne from Ventura has the question, what is the solution to water issues in Ventura County? For the last year and a half, I've been extremely involved, deeply involved, if you will, with following water and the drought here in Ventura County. And it's one of these issues that will not go away. It will continue to be there as it always kind of has been. It's very interesting, some of the current decisions that people are making with regards to water. And so I'm of the school. I think there are two quick supportive solutions and then a handful of bigger kind of thematic changes they, they might address when they're making. But over the last year, I've had the benefit of meeting with some of the general managers of the water agencies here, Susan Mulligan from Cayegas, Steve Wickstrom from Casitas Municipal Water District, Sean Epstein and Tully Clifford from City of Ventura, and Mauricio from United, along with uh, some of the symposiums that Steve Bennett have done and, and been on water tours with Jackie Irwin and other board members in the space. So the thing that I'm really happy about and kind of a long-winded answer here to the current solutions as they're addressing it is this idea um, with imported water. Uh, Ventura in, in West Ventura County has always had casitas and groundwater that have been great. But this idea that they've been paying for 
imported water, the state water project for the last 53 years, but they've never received it and never built a pipe to even received it, um, was a little surprising, especially with how difficult things have been. So these four people that I've just mentioned, the general managers have been collaborating on bringing that to West Ventura County. And I think that's a huge solution that over the next five years will be truly beneficial um, if they're able to get that down and actually make that happen. It looks like it's really moving forward. It's not an end-all be-all, but it's definitely part of the water portfolio that is appealing. Um, So that is truly a helpful solution. And then the other one I want to mention, I think we'll hear more about, and we have to, we've done such a wonderful job with conservation, but truly um, we all, I think, need to continue to do more with that. And and that's something I think culturally we'll need to build upon. Um, everyone likes to talk about the desalination and the direct potable reuse. And I think those are things that will also be important, but um, not before doing these other two. So kind of a long answer here, but I think very relevant and important um, issue and uh, something I definitely wanted to touch on. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on that issue. And if you have other things you want to touch on in the mailbag, please email me at maranatha.com. Next, we have Mike T from Santa Paula. Says, I've been investing in Netflix. Is now the time to invest more? This is truly a question I get all the time regarding an individual stock and uh, should I be investing? Is now a good time to be investing? You know, it's hard to answer those questions. You know, obviously, an individual company can move so quickly. But what, what I like to share is just a context. If you're buying an individual stock, what you're looking at is trying to, you're trying to outperform the market in general. You're trying to make a lot of money in a concentrated position. That means owning a lot of one stock. That is truly how you can have the potential to make a lot of money but you can also potentially lose a lot of money. And so concentration in stocks is where you make money. Diversification is where you is where you truly save or invest more for the long term. And a little bit of uh, jargon there, but the, the, the point that I'll make with Netflix and with investing more now is uh, individual stocks, not my philosophy. I like ETFs. It's low cost. It's diversified. It's a very good way to go, in my opinion. Um, And in particular, the stocks, uh, they've been such a run-up over the last eight years that we've not had any correction to speak of. Historically, corrections will come every five years or so. We're long overdue for some type of correction. Now, they don't come just because they're overdue, but the point is it makes us more timid to be invested in individual stocks and be tilted overweight to stocks when when we are in a position where we're in some ways due for a correction, which is a 10%, uh, a, you know, 10% or more uh, correction in the market. So I'm hesitant. The answer uh, that I'm getting at is, is no, I would not be investing more. I'd be hesitant um, in terms of the individual stock, but, uh, but I do like ETFs. And, uh, and so that is definitely something to talk about. Of course, the time horizon of how long the money is going to be invested. If your objective is to make a lot of money or just to keep up with the market, that's important too. But Mike, I'm hesitant on Netflix personally. I wish you the best of luck with that decision. Hope that helps. Mailbag, we have Elaine from Thousand Oaks. She says, my parents own a home and they're getting older. I know they do not have a trust in place. 
I'm an only child, so the home should be coming to me. But my friends say I should be concerned. Should I? Well, Elaine, this is this is a home run. This is an easy question to answer. Um, certainly be very concerned. Yes, you do not want um, to be in a situation where you where they do not have a trust in the home because the home would have to go through what's called probate. It's going to take at least a year to get settled and get into your name. And also you're going to be looking at costs that could be 5 to 10% of what the value of the estate is. It's just uh, totally um, unneeded. A trust solves that problem. Um, you should talk to an estate planning attorney and get, get some help with your parents to get some documents drawn up. Uh, if you need any help with that or a referral, I could certainly um, give you a few names for people to talk to. Uh, I don't receive anything for giving those referrals, but I just I, it is a big issue. You do not want to go through probate. We see it all the time, and it's just a, a really a bad thing financially um, to have to deal with that. So get a trust, help your parents out, help them get their financial orders in order, get their ducks in a row, if you will. And that's it for the mailbag. If you would like to have your questions answered on the show, please email me, michael at marinantha.com. Great show, Michael, and it's good to have you on board here. I think we first met at a Rotary meeting. It was the first time I met you here in the community. Talk about some of the work that you've done with the Rotary and uh, some of the reasons why not only are you in Rotary, but that you are a part of the community of Ventura. Oh, thanks, Tom. Um, yeah, I've been in Rotary now for 12 years, and, and I just love the organization. They do so many wonderful things here in Ventura. There's three Rotary clubs in Ventura, um, and, and they do such wonderful things. The, the fireworks a big one, the dictionary project. Every third grader gets a dictionary. Um, they do some wonderful, wonderful programs around the holidays, and um, it's just a neat group of people that uh, they come together weekly. They have lunch. They talk about some of the ongoing prog- projects that they're doing, and they, uh, there's a speaker that comes and kind of gives you some of uh, you know, what they're dealing with. We've had a lot of wonderful speakers over the years, and it's really given me a pulse to what's going on in the community. It's in some ways pulled me in to be more involved, to be more civic-minded. Another part of the program that I really enjoyed was uh, the highlight, talking about the botanical gardens. I've been up there frequently with the family, so we'll get a taste of that during each show, a highlight of a place to go in Ventura County. Nice touch. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, it's such a beautiful place up there. I, I love it every time I go. I live in East Ventura. I don't get up there enough, but, uh, but it's just fantastic. And certainly part of the show will be touching on a nonprofit. Um, every week we'll, we'll touch on a nonprofit or a, or a spotlight, if you will, um, just to, to make sure that, uh, that we're getting exposure to some of these organizations and groups that are doing such a wonderful thing in the community. I've also seen you out at the golf course, <laughs> and you are a heck of a golfer. <laughs> Thank you. I I do enjoy golf. It's it's one of the one of the passions that I have, and uh, and and I've I've loved playing over the years. And now I have uh, three young boys that are coming up. Hopefully, they'll also be picking up the sport, and we'll have a a wonderful foursome for many years to come. Is the goal. And for people who want to make sure that in their uh, uh, golden years, if you will, that they can continue to golf, you are here to support them in uh, <laughs> setting that up and making sure that uh, their retirement can be as enjoyable and as safe and as healthy as possible. That's the key. That's the goal. I mean, and truly, I hope this show does add some value for folks, whether you're doing it yourself 
or whether you're seeking some guidance. I do think the financial industry is changing tremendously, and I feel like I'm at the forefront of leading some of those changes just to make it more what people want it to be, what they feel like it should be. And over the years, it's evolved into something that uh, that is not what most people think that it is. And and I think some of these changes coming up are for the good. You, you see things like fee-only planners. They don't receive a commission for anything that they do. You, you hear the word fiduciary. That's a big word. That means that they always have to be looking out for your best interest. It's not what's suitable to you, but also pays me hef- heavily. It's what is in your best interest always. And uh, so there's, there's some big changes in the, in the industry coming. Technology certainly helping that. And uh, costs are coming down. Accessibility is going up. Um, it's a good time. And you're also accessible to many levels of income and planning or lack of planning. You would like to speak to those people, too. As we wrap up the show, Michael, how do we get in touch with you? Best way to reach me is go to the website, marinantha.com, and also check us out at allocationlink.com. We have two companies, two websites, marinantha.com and allocationlink.com. Well, that does it for our show today. Regardless of the advice you get from your neighbor or your plumber, keep in mind, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Nobody ever tells you about their losers. Stop stepping over dollars to pick up pennies. Join us next show. And thanks again. We'll see you next time. Final note brought to you by Pierpont Racquet Club, Geico Local Office, and many of Camarillo. Thanks for your support.